episode of funny looks uh featuring the legend brido hingwe it doesn't Bl- sound good in my accent does it brido hingwe <laughs> it's all right it's not your fault i, so I get people asking me if it's brido <laughs> hello are you brido hingwe <laughs> like people in the west end I'm like what would be what would that meaning of brido be it's brido aka like brian. brian o'sullivan actor mm-hmm. comedian podcaster icon legend (laughs) cool dude west end legend yeah 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 yeah. would you agree with all those things it depends which west end you mean well i feel like you're just like you hang about the west end you tweet about you know i've just bumped into a fan humble brag outside a coffee shop who recognized me you have a lot of those tweets that's my whole game (laughs) <laughs> what I do is I do a thing where I go like a lot of people asking me about such and such and one person's asked me or nobody's asked me but I want to get the information out. A lot of people I'm getting bombarded with questions. <laughs> it's a game. It's a game you're playing. You're like pretty much like smashing the game right now with your, I don't want to say online content because it feels deeper than that. It feels like a world that you've created for us to join does that sound nice that sound quite yeah, I like... like that i like that because the co- content does have a bit of a, a tone now doesn't it people think about content and go i've got to produce content it's just this endless stream of meaningless crap um i hope i've not joined that stream no uh, i think like i don't know i just interrupt you there which is really rude but i feel like because with yours the characters were on a journey with them through the lockdowns, through the yeah. holiday season. So with with me, I, like, I do love content. I do love that, like, quick fix, you know. I was going to say that, like, almost ejaculation. <laughs> That's, like, the, the wrong... Bleh. But you know what I mean? Like, bleh. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, gone. One and done. I don't know what these words mean, but just, like, that's it. Like, you just, like... But I think with yours, it's, like, we're, like, waiting for the next chapter. And, yeah, it feels like... It feels like a sitcom, you know? Yeah, there's an element of that. I think I think the content thing comes hand in hand with it because it's online, so I've had to get savvy about, like, that's what all this tweets I'm in the West End and all that. That's all just part of, like, creating a whole thing online, like a whole persona that people can join yeah. in with, you know? And, like, little comments on what's going on in Glasgow and stuff like that. That was never going to be part of it. It was to, to be these two characters, Janice and Frank, and then now it's, like... Brido's a bit of a character as well, so he has to feed, he has to give out content. So yeah, there is an element of that. But yeah, also it's like, these are supposed to be rich characters that are real people that have real emotions and stuff. They're not just like cliches, hopefully. And how much of you 
is actually in these characters because I know they are like based on people that you've met because they're quite yeah. like stereotypical but do you ever use them to kind of like express any personal opinions subtly all the time yeah. all the time um to me like Janice and I think in the same way it's just that we say it differently Mm -hmm. um and i'm doing a podcast as janice now an agony ant podcast and it never occurred to me but actually what's happening is the advice that janice is given is ultimately the advice i would give yeah but she just says it in a different way so um and a lot of it's about the stuff that i've kind of learned over the years kind of by trying to help myself and trying to like maintain my mental health and stuff like that if i can put it as vaguely as that then like some of that stuff comes out from Janice, but it's not because she's read self-help books, it's because <laughs> she's like kind of wise, supposed to be. That's really nice. And um, just for context, like um, Brido's characters are Janice and Frank, which is like Uncle Frank and Auntie Janice. And yeah. then there's Connor. Like what is Connor's vibe? So Connor's like a lad, isn't son. he? Oh, is he their yeah. son? Oh my God, I yeah, totally never got that. How, right. how do I not get that? This is well, he so doesn't appear that often. He's 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 just he's quite elusive. I call him the elusive corner. <laughs> um, he's their son, and he's like in his twenties, and he's a he's he's a tradesman, mm -hmm. and uh, he puts a lot of weight and value on that, on being a worky and being mm -hmm. putting in a shift. And um, he's at that stage in his life where it's really important to find your um, find yourself in your work, and to be defined by how hard you can work and how hard you can go and all that stuff. So yeah, he is the son. But of course, we never see them together, just because <laughs> I'm I'm l limited to one body and face. Yeah, and what's interesting about these three characters in terms of like the look, you don't wear like costumes for these no. characters. They all are you, um, looking the same, and I that interests me so much because I'm obsessed, 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 obsessed with like what people wear when they're performing yeah. on stage while making videos that's like the whole point of this podcast and that's why i wanted to get you on because i want to know like was that a conscious decision or was it just kind of just how it ended up taking place i don't know well i around about the time that i started i was really into alistair green um and his stuff is very much like just the way he says stuff the way he talks you know who he, what type of person he's being and I saw that he wasn't bothering with all the other stuff. If there, was, if there was a prop that was really important to the scene, then he would use it, you know, or one item. Like, there's one of my favourite sketches of his. It's a woman in a curry house, and she's trying to let everyone know that she's actually been to India and she's had, like, real curry. So everything she says is kind of like, you know, have you got the paratha? And it's kind of like she's using as much jargon as she can to show that she's been to India and it's wonderful and you've got to go, you've got to go. Well, she's wearing this a little scarf wrapped around her that he's obviously picked up someplace maybe in india and that was really important but other than that he does just wear a black t-shirt and I, I think i took something from that kind of going right if these characters are strong enough then then i don't need to dress up and i think if it if it was about me dressing up as janice then it's like is he a panto dame or is it mrs brown's boys or and i'm not really interested in that angle of it really so basically you're just like really confident in your abilities <laughs> never even occurred to me that is not no not at all i wish That's it. it's yeah. easier also i'm also lazy you know overconfident and, like, well, the and easiest way? lazy Su super confident, confident. <laughs> very lazy i was like well 
what I love about the internet stuff is that you can do it really quickly. And it's from having the idea to putting it in front of people, it's a really quick process. So if I'm going to interrupt that by putting on a flipping house dress and makeup, yeah, what's the point? I can't be bothered with that. Um, yeah, laziness is a big part of it. That's interesting. Um, I did notice so what I found quite funny was like Janice I think the surgery one is the one of your I think that's one of my favorite Janice ones and probably a lot of people's fave um mm. is she wearing like a orange super dry hoodie <laughs> in that yeah, one sometimes Frank wears it too and I'll tell you why because I've got one <laughs> so if you see them wearing if you see them wearing clothes it's basically it's either a super dry hoodie or a plain t-shirt because that's my entire wardrobe yeah um but really I I I've, that's a really bold color and i was like oh i should take it off because it says something i'm like that's what i'm wearing so it doesn't matter and i think like the people watching have become accustomed to like your code like the code that you is that what you call it in like <laughs> performance darling like what the world yeah, you've you mean, created yeah. and like the coding that you're using like it is people know that you're not going to be wearing a costume so actually they're probably not gonna really, except me, because I like care about this stuff more. Maybe they're not really gonna notice your clothes anymore. At this point, it's just like a blur. It's like a vignette around your face. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter now because we've set it up that it doesn't matter. And yeah. what does matter is Janice always has the glasses on. Oh and yes, Frank doesn't. I forgot so about like, the glasses. That's interesting. Yeah. And I remember you posted recently, like one of the early videos, and you were like. Oh, this was one and Janice didn't actually have the glasses then in like the early ones. I think she had oh. them, but she didn't. I was wearing them straight on like the mm. way I actually wear them. But now she wears them on the end of her nose. And how did so that... the very first one was just that. Like, how did that happen? The glasses at the end of the nose. I think there's a this is a weird <laughs> one, but I, I've, I've kind of always wanted to wear my glasses <laughs> on the end of my nose, I think. I saw like older people doing it. It's another thing. I want to have my glasses on a string. It's so fucking handy. But everyone's like, you can't, you know, it's such an old person thing to do. So I think I'm kind of living out some stuff where I'm like, it's kind of cool. You know, when people have the glasses and they look at something and then they look up and they don't need the glasses to look at you. I don't have that. I just have reading glasses. But I'm like, there's something about that that there's a gravitas that comes with someone who can wear the glasses on the end of the nose. It comes to a certain age. But now whenever you do that, in the future, people go, oh, he's doing a bit. <laughs> do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's he's true. doing Janice, everybody. You know, like you're like at like dinner yeah. and they're like, oh, come on, Brian, just well, want a go. bit of attention. <laughs> yeah, because if I'm wearing my glasses, which I normally do, and then I just go to take them off and they just sit at the end of my nose for a minute. If I'm with someone, they're like, oh, here we go. <laughs> no, I just, I'm just taking my glasses off. But I, I'm trapped, Amelia, by these characters. They're the albatross around my neck. How do, yeah, how do you feel about that currently in terms of like, because like you've been on a journey with these characters for quite a long time now i feel like it's been like in my mind it's like the length of coronavirus um yeah yeah do you feel like your love for the characters is growing or are you gonna like suddenly like change your whole vibe up they become more three-dimensional the more you spend time in them mm -hmm. um and i'm writing a, a stage show which will be an hour or an hour and a half long of of just Janice and Frank so oh my god I spend a lot of time with them we're doing live stuff soon but then when something else funny occurs to me and see now what's cool is Janice gave me the platform to just so I'm consider myself a professional dafty now so I just go like oh I think it's something else funny it's not related to them I can do it and I've got an audience that's and they let me know if it's no good <laughs> you know, like this as much 
how do they let you know does it just like not like is it that thing where you think this hasn't had as much engagement that's it in the bin straight away engagement thing i don't put it in the bin but i just go (laughs) oh i find that funny and you don't interesting so sometimes Mm -hmm. i choose to keep pushing it and sometimes i go okay well you're not i mean i did i did a couple of like pretend trailers for tv shows and one of the responses i got was when is that on by the way (laughs) what it's a tiktok it's a minute of me pretending to be some like northern woman in an itv drama (laughs) it's not a trailer for it's not actually coming on telly and there's that and the fact that some of the diehard fans love those things and other people just don't seem to bother they seem to scroll past them i'm like well it made me laugh that's like your underground stuff, your B-sides, your album tracks. Like you'll like yes. release them on like a limited edition vinyl. I'll buy it. I'll put it yeah, up. Yeah, some of the some of the diehard weirdos, but not not the <laughs> like people who are really obsessive about you... the stuff. Oh yeah, I remember him from before he was famous. <laughs> do you have? Which like, is still now. Do you have? I think you are pretty famous now. Um, you have merch. We do have merch, yeah. Podcastmerch.co.uk. Do my merch for me. (laughs) We're going to bring out some DCI Miss Care merch soon. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I love that character, actually. That's a new one. Very Line of Duty inspired, isn't it? I absolutely What I discovered is she she basically has the same voice as Janice because I was just, it was a one off to me. It wasn't a, like, this is a new character. It was more, Mm -hmm. what if a primary school teacher was also a detective? And it was supposed to be one TikTok, but then it got a lot of traction. So I was like, I'll do some more. And then I realized that the voice isn't that different from Janice. But in my defense, we do share, all of us share a voice and face. So there's only so much you can do. It's like slightly more, slightly more patronizing than Janice, if that's possible. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> like if that's there's possible. more love in Janice, I think. Janice, is, Janice is a has a nurturing instinct, mm-hmm. but she's a nippy sweetie. Whereas Miss Care is just a nippy sweetie. Yeah, that's um, all it is. Would you ever wear your own merch just to like go about your day to day? Absolutely not. Not a chance. I need. <laughs> I've actually got it, and they sent me a bunch of samples, and I've ne- none of it's ever been on me. And I've been meaning to put it on and do a series of like Instagram stories to plug it because you know to get the sales up. But no, never. I considered it as a bed T-shirt, but it still hasn't even happened. I think that'd be quite cool. Pajama vibes. I'm quite jealous. I think of <clears throat> too much of a prick. I think you'd look like too much of a prick. Yeah. Not look like, but like, if anyone ever knew, can you imagine? What's that on your t-shirt? Your own face. <laughs> Dick. Awful. My mum's got a, a tote bag and she's like, I can't wait till somebody asks me, what is that? And I'll say, it's Bridal Hingway, <laughs> as if anyone knows. She'd say, it's my son. That's my son. He's very funny. Yeah. Most um, of Janice is based on her, so she feels a certain, you know, uh, ownership over it all. Is Janice really based on your mum? Yeah that's really nice so when i go around for sunday dinner and she hits out with some <laughs> carry on i'm like i'm having that and then i go home and make a video that's really cool. janice broke her janice i think she's broke her ankle or sprained her ankle on the ice my mum had broken her wrist the day before so I... it's basically following the storyline of my mum's life do you feel like you owe her like royalties now though when there are some i'll consider it and people make custom videos from you as well that's pretty cool yeah there's a lot of that yeah so the the best one i had recently was a, a gp who was leaving her surgery <laughs> she asked me to do a custom for all the staff as a goodbye and she mentioned everybody that worked there and she was like told me all about them and then i, I did a whole skit as janice 
at the surgery <gasps> talking to whoever it is that I work with about and did you hear about her and she came in she brought in more cakes and oh she's had enough cakes and just there was like details about everybody that worked there it was cool that sounds like a really nice like creative fun project like do you know what I mean like I feel like that one sounds like you could really have fun with it whereas some of them are just maybe like bam ups do you know what I mean like yeah, some of the I mean, custom ones there's a lot of like you ask people for information and they tell you like the basic stuff about them so you have to find a way of making it interesting sometimes it's mm-hmm. like well she's a vet nurse and she's 27 and she lives in Barhead and you're like right cool. <laughs> okay <laughs> let's see what I can do with that where some, some people that? write like I would just be like I would just go on about the dog and how we had dogs growing up and her across the road lets the dog shit in the street and you just have to go off on a tangent so that you've mm-hmm. got stuff to kind of relate to I guess yeah and that's like a way that you've kind of become a full-time pattern what did you call it I was gonna say pattern merchant but that's not the right professional dafty yeah professional dafty so like before you was an actor in it full-time and now I still am and I'm I'm gonna once we come out of full lockdown I'm Mm -hmm. hoping to just continue being an actor Cool. But yeah, in the meantime, I've I've that's been my living is doing doing custom videos, yeah. doing a podcast as Janice, uh, and people donating the odd coffee to the cause because of the skits that I put up. That's so cool. And yeah, when you sort of were doing acting before, um, and you weren't doing the videos, and you like got into character, did you feel like did you have like costumes and stuff when you were doing? like roles on stage like very specific costumes yeah well i mean normally i would work in i I seem to end up working in period stuff quite a lot so i'll be in some ridiculous (laughs) garb and i am i think i don't know if i'm the only person but i always am the one who puts on the first costume on the first day of the tech and the the first thing i do is go straight down to the stage to find the costume people and say are you sure this is what I'm wearing? Because it feels <laughs> fucking stupid. And they're always like, no, it's fine, but they'll fix it. They'll go, well, you've not tied that right. Because mm-hmm. what happens in theatre is they leave you a rack of costumes in your dressing room and you come into the first morning of the tech and they say, in costume, see you at the stage in half an hour. And you have to like figure out which one of these is the first costume. How the hell do you put it on? Like all the bits, whatever, tie and you know, funny shoes, whatever. And then you're supposed to show up on stage ready to do the first scene. And I'm always there like, with it all hanging on the wrong way and going, is this, is this right? And thinking, I'll never be comfortable in this. And then within two or three days, you're like, yeah, this is what I wear, I guess, now. And then do you miss it <laughs> when it's over? Um, no, I don't think I do because I, I'm always like, oh, there was one, I did a Christmas show a couple of years back and I got to wear a, a full like tails, you know, like Victorian kind of a smart suit with tails and a big top hat. And I always felt dead smart. And that was nice. But most costumes, like, if it's interesting looking, it's a pain in the arse. Like, I was a goat once for ages <laughs> in this show. And I had to play the accordion and be dressed as a goat. And it was just, like, hot and full of everything. And I just hated it. Hot so combo. when it's done, you're like, oh, yeah. I mean, if a goat's going to play a reed instrument, it's obviously an accordion. What? Then when you're done and you're like, 
I'm finally finished with this. You never want to see it again. I feel like you just really like skimmed over that. Like I feel like you were just going to move on from the goat accordion thing. Yeah. So I was like goat playing an accordion. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Janice. I'm like, can you just... What? Wait a fucking what minute. What is this goat? <laughs> You're just making this up. I think you just made it up because you wanted to drop in that you play the accordion. No, Do you know what I mean? no, absolutely You're just not. like, uh, it's by true. the way, I just want to drop in that virtuoso accordiono is that what you, is that what you that's call how it? they yeah that is what they call it yeah yeah no in fact as an actor i'm always trying to get away from the accordion because it gets me jobs because they want me to play the accordion and i'm like oh, i'm so sick of it can i just be an actor yeah. so i use it to get me in the door and then i try and hide it that's quite cool i feel like you're very like smart I sound like I'm like blowing smoke up your ass, but I'm just thinking of because <laughs> I, I feel am. Like you're very smart. <laughs> I but right. I just mean the idea of like getting in the door and then fucking shit up afterwards. Like that's how I feel about doing comedy and like musical comedy. And now I'm getting to do a little bit of music on the side. But that's I love music. Do you know what I mean? It's like you kind of right. just get to like just kind of like play around, and then eventually I just want to have like a BBC Six music show and a dog right. do you know what i mean like, and they'll be like that's weird she kind of it's a funny route she got yeah it doesn't matter she's on sundays at four just enjoy we could do yeah i think a- i think you have to use everything you've got don't you yeah a hundred percent and oh, do you know what's interesting is like on one side people argue like if you are a creative and you have all these different strings to your bow if you have your fingers in all the pies if you're fingering all the pies Hey, come on now. And what? It's true, it's true though. <laughs> I'm not cutting that. <laughs> that is, why would I cut that? You will cut that. I'm not cutting it. And I'm, oh, I'm it's good. I think you should let me edit this podcast because <laughs> no. I'll make it better. This is going to be a riot if you leave that this, <laughs> this is good. <laughs> I feel like people on one side go, it's grind culture. You know, you should just like have one job. This is just representative of the economy that we're living in. And then on the other side, people say, YOLO. But on the other side, it's like, have fun, express yourself. YOLO, goats, accordions, Frank, Janice, podcast, mm. advice. Like you're doing all these things. Do you feel like it represents grind culture or do you think you just want to express yourself all the time in all these different ways? I think I think it's about being, being an artistic person mm-hmm. and there, you, we can't just go, well, this is, you have to do this thing within this box. That's just not how it works. That's not how art works. <laughs> and I also think there's an element of the hustle, which is like whatever situation I find myself in, I just have to find a way to survive. So like, <laughs> and then a global pandemic, I can't act in a theatre, which is what I love to do. Yeah. So I do little, I pretend I'm acting and I send <laughs> the videos to my mates and then one of my mates goes, just put it on online and then I start mm-hmm. doing that. So when I'm doing Janice, it's, it's two and a half minutes long, but I'm acting. I get to write the thing and I get to act in it and then I get to share it with an audience. So I still do my thing. So it's about like finding, making the best of a situation and also being the type of person who will never stop no matter it's proven now we've proved it haven't we yeah in the last year i'm unstoppable i mean 
and I don't even mean that in a good way. I just mean it's just a fact. Like no matter what happens to the world, I'm always going to end up being like, "Come on, we'll put on a show." Yeah. Because uh, I can't not, you know. I feel like that as well. And I was listening to you did an interview on another podcast, and you talked about how as a kid you used to always make shows. And can I ask you, are you an only child? Yeah. Can you tell? Yeah, because what I do have sisters but only when I was nine but the damage was done and I'm very similar do you know what I mean like as a kid you I think well this is from my experience being only child (laughs) it's really hard not to a become like very creative and imaginative but b I think like the (laughs) self-obsession for me is like yourself at the center of everything yeah. (laughs) yeah I was the director, the producer, the lighting designer, and I was the star of the show. And because there was no one else, yeah, it was just by necessity. That was the casting restrictions that were placed on my company. Yeah, I was like that as well. And I would play with dolls and make like soap operas, you know, and that was it. So I think I'm the same in this pandemic. That I've kind of just kept creating work, and it's been loads of different stuff. But I sort of have always been making work since I was a kid I maybe didn't call it work it was more like play but um mm. yeah I think that sort of does come from that it comes from like early formative memories and experiences and it just becomes habit and then if you like when I went through a phase of like being obsessed with like raving and <laughs> going out and drinking all the time I actually wasn't really doing as much creative work I was doing a bit but I wasn't doing as mm. much and I think it sort of got into a bit of a cycle of like too much raving, not enough vibes. Creating. <laughs> yeah, not enough vibes. Yeah. I was just trying to think of something that rhymes. Not, not um, enough creating, but yeah. Not enough behaving. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely had that as well. And I think, but I there's also something about getting older. Not that I'm old, but like <laughs> old enough to kind of be co- a bit more comfortable in your own skin where you're like, well, I'm just doing my thing now. And, and I heard a thing the other day. I don't know if you follow uh, Florence Given. Yes. But, yeah, you know how she is. Um, she was saying something about, you know, the people that, that hate you online are always going to hate you. And whatever you do, they're going to see it as more fuel to hate you. <laughs> so if you put up a video and you're wearing a wig, they'll go, look at this arsehole wearing a wig. Oh, what are you trying to say you. about wearing wigs? Not wig. you. Not you. <laughs> one, if one puts up whatever uh and if and if they love you then they'll be like oh nice yeah what's she like now she's got a wig or whatever mm-hmm. so you kind of you might as well just be your full self and just go fuck fuck it and i think it's that's easier to do the older you get so i guess in that sense it's been like when i was in my 20s i did do too much raving and not enough creating because <laughs> uh, i don't know who i am and i'm like uncomfortable in my own skin yeah. and i don't know how to deal with it and i'm like it's it's actually fine to be myself and if that includes daft videos and making up songs and all that, then that's great. My ex-wife said to me, she was like, see all this stuff that you're doing. This is basically what you always did when we were together and when we were younger. But now you're doing it for a living. Like I was always making up little songs and doing stupid voices and she'd be like, oh, shut up. And now she sees my stuff online. She's like, oh, wait a minute. That was all good, good stuff. You were just, you just hadn't found the voice yet. So like yeah when you're confident enough to just go i am just just, i'm pretending to be an old woman fine if you don't like it you swipe on (laughs) swipe on (laughs) 
Carry on, swipe left. It's like jog on, but like jog on. Yeah, yeah. Like on TikTok, one. if you like this, keep keep. You know, if you don't like yeah. it, keep swiping. And you're like quite big on TikTok now. You've really like got into that, which is I don't know how you've done that as like an no, elderly you're, you're, you're gentleman. Wrong there. Shut up. You. <laughs> First of all, be quiet. I'm not elderly. Secondly, I'm not big on TikTok. I'm not big on TikTok at all. I use TikTok to make videos and then I mostly post them on other social media. Interesting. I've only a few hundred followers on TikTok, but I love the the way that the platform works and I love how quickly you can edit and make Mm -hmm. stuff. So I actually, I tend to use it. I post all the videos on TikTok, Mm -hmm. but really what I'm doing is putting them up there so that I have them so that I can then put them on my Twitter and Instagram. That's cool. So you use it more as like a medium, you know, Yes. Like a medium of creating, and then you sort it's of. It's my studio. It's my studio. <laughs> you know, in Deptford. And I go there and I make my work, and then I bring it to the galleries. Actually, speaking of like spaces like where you create your work, you create these videos in your house, in your own clothes. It's you. There's no costume. There's no walk to work. There's no coffee. There's no Starbucks. There's no Americano with oat milk. There's no chatting to the cast members. It's just you, 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 you (laughs) in your life. And then you get on with the rest of your day. You go to bed. I don't know what you do in your life, but I'm just making it up. And then you make a cup of tea and then you make food all in your house, in your head, in your life. Yes. Do you feel okay (laughs) are you okay is the reason we brought you here today is to find out if you're all right yeah i I mean i put some stuff on last night and i had more than one person comment you should do your dishes before you put a video up and i was like fuck off (laughs) also first of all they hadn't even seen it properly what they saw was the drying rack of the clean dishes and they were having a go at me for there being dishes there i was like if that's your focus then you're watching the wrong person but like, yeah, so you get comments about your house. It's nuts. That's um, weird, yeah. I have specific places that I stand for Janice and then there's a separate bit for the the, the surgery. Not because the background's perfect, <laughs> just because that's where I've always done it. Yeah. Uh, and Frank sits in the chair and all that stuff. But for the TikTok stuff and the, the little impromptu stuff, I'm just wandering about the house. And now I know that people make comments. It's fucking wild. Mm. Like, get a life. But yeah, a lot. but for everybody, the last year or so, we've been in the house mm-hmm. a lot. So in a way, doing doing this is, it's making it better. It's like, oh, this I'm still at home, but I'm also doing something separate. The other cool thing is I have, like, I'm in my studio right now, which is a separate room, which for podcasting and stuff is just like, right, I'm coming in here. This morning I came in here at 10 o'clock to do an online podcast with someone and there was no one on the platform because I had made it up in my head. There was no one booked for 10 o'clock. <laughs> so I'm sitting here going, I had gone like gone to bed early last night, mm-hmm. took half a sleeping tablet, so I would definitely sleep so I could get up early, so I could get ready, so I could do the podcast. It didn't exist. Oh wow. So maybe so you're not commute to work. Maybe you're not, not okay. Then Then I went stop. back to bed. I was like, fuck this, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> it's at two o'clock it turns out. So I go back to bed and then I wake up at half one and I've got a load of missed calls. Oh, it was supposed to be at one. Oh, that sounds awful. So actually, <sighs> your answer is really, not you're okay. actually not okay. And no, big trouble. I'm in big trouble. <laughs> but so a lot of people use, and comedians included, use like a costume or an item of clothing. For me, it's it can be wigs sometimes, depending on how authentic I want to be on that day, mm. to get into the zone. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like... I do you know what was really funny? I had a gig the other day in Edinburgh. Oh my god, I'm talking about myself on the podcast, but it's fine. You had a gig? Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, baby, oh. I'm back, bitches. Um, <laughs> uh, you had to get that in, didn't you? Motherfuckers, this bitch is back on stage. There was smoke. Uh, it was actually... <laughs> it was... Okay, so here's... I'm just going to talk about my process, which I didn't okay, really realise I had this much of a process. That's the thing, until I did it after not doing it for a while. Um, yeah. And that is like... The gig was in Edinburgh, being filmed, going to be released on the social meds, going to be hyped, bro. Hope that you retweet it and support it. You definitely will. <laughs> oh, I see will. why you brought it up. No, you no, definitely okay. will. Brido Hingley's <laughs> going to retweet um, to we'll all see. your followers. And yeah, but and like on the morning of the gig, I woke up and I was like, oh, because you know, I had to get the train. I was worried about coronavirus, like being around people. I've been a lot around a lot of people on like zoom and like particular friends but i've not really interacted in any other way do you know what i mean yeah. i've not interacted in a work scenario so i was like freaking out and then i went for a coffee but before i actually went for a coffee in glasgow i put on my pink suit which i was going to wear for the first part of the gig and it was really funny because i put it on went for a coffee went on a walk in my big trench coat over it so i was like I'm a little bit attention seeking, but I'm not that attention seeking. Like I was like flashing the suit. Like I was opening I was opening the trench coat like to show that it was a Burberry trench coat as well. And I was kind of flashing the suit, but you know, just like a little moment listening to some bangers, probably like Oasis or something. And then, <laughs> and then This is a podcast about you, isn't it? No, I just want to say this one bit. This I'm just a foil for this chip. One bit. This right, is get on one bit. bit. Like oh my That time's God. very precious. No. Right, come now. on, tell me a story. No, <laughs> no I want to know the end now. You've dangled the carrot. No, this it doesn't so even. So you go to get a coffee. Come on. Doesn't even have a good ending. It's not even oh, good. Oh god. Basically, it's not even an ending. I got home, and then I just like ran through my set, and I felt like in the zone. But it was like the. Oh, suit. so you got dressed, you went mm. out, you came back, and then you had a run through, and you're yeah. like, okay, I'm, and I suddenly I'm in it. was yeah, yeah. able to like. I don't know. I even had my shoes on that I would be wearing on the stage. And then I took it off to get the train to Edinburgh. It was so weird. But like the costume helped, which totally doesn't make sense. And then got changed in a public toilet into the pink suit. It was <laughs> that just reveals that it's the same as your like sort of story of like the dishes and the I don't know. Actually, not the dishes. Your like podcast scheduling mishap. This maybe like represents that I'm. <laughs> you're not okay, yeah, I'm yeah. Not okay. Oh, i think that's clear yeah that's fine <laughs> but, like, <laughs> it confirms it yeah i got changed in the in the toilet and uh did the gig but the suit i was necessary for me to get into yeah, the headspace but you don't have a suit you just have a super no. dry hoodie that you're probably already wearing that's maybe stained the, the glasses there's a it's not stained very clean um, the the glasses are really important. Yeah. In fact, for the first few episodes of the podcast, I did it with the glasses because I couldn't. <gasps> That's interesting. Note to self: keep this in. Very interesting fact. <laughs> <laughs> How long is this podcast, by the I way? I don't know. Like, I'll maybe do like a bit more. I'll edit. <laughs> why what i mean is like how much editing are we talking are you going to edit it's going to be 10 minutes of just like me being a prick how are you being a prick i don't know but if you edit it right you can make me sound like a prick i don't i won't you won't of course you won't I won't. um the glasses are important wait and... stop and say it again so i can edit it wait so uh <laughs> wait, you've I already got the question i'll just do it. i fucked it no you've done it it's fine <laughs> i feel like i'm being
being really unprofessional, but we, you know. Just leave all this in. We do know each other. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay. The glasses are, are important. They kind of... But the other thing is the setup. Because, like, if I decide to do a skit, the first thing I do is kind of half-write it as I'm doing something else. So, like, right, okay, I need, like, three maybe main points to hit or one line that I want to finish on or something. So then I'm doing the dishes and I start talking it out. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's a nice jumper or whatever nonsense. <laughs> and then I start getting set up. So I'm like, certain lights go on. I have to move some lamps. So there is an element of like getting the space ready. Just a tiny bit. It's so nothing, but it is something. And that's as much ritual as it is, you know, practical. So the tripod has to be here. The light has to be right. The glasses are on. And then, you know, and then there's a whole post-production ritual now involving captions which takes ages um so like the, there is an element of and I'm, i love the ritual of theater always have that's one of the things i love the most about it repeating the show and trying to hit the exact mark and meeting the same person in the backstage crossover at every you know during the third scene every night the sort of the sameness of it i really love so like that part of it works for me as well so there's not a big costume but there is the prep yeah just checking have you talked about this on any other podcasts or is this like a funny looks exclusive about your ritual uh, that's an exclusive <gasps> exclusive funny looks why are you laughing this is serious. i have no idea i don't know what's happening i mean i have my own podcast i have two podcasts no, and i talk all the time so this is i probably exclusive, have exclusive I've not been we've on that got, many other we've podcasts. We've got into how the behind the scenes. We're actually behind the scenes. We're not actually there, but you know. Yeah, yeah. We're a, there. A glimpse we can all behind imagine the curtain. It. We can all imagine. imagine. If everyone listening, just imagine that. So, bride, wow. bride or Hengui is just setting up some lamps and talking to himself. That. <laughs> <laughs> and from this we deduce he's not okay no i think you are okay um okay. moving on no <laughs> i am um, yeah i kind of have it's weird the rituals that we do when self-producing um mm. i have like a special don't want to brag but i actually have a special light uh bought it off amazon <laughs> i've actually got a special curtain i've got a pink curtain that's good yeah me. i'll describe what brian can see and that is a pink glittery curtain which i use for my twitch stream and actually it was interesting brian is that you film your videos with your decor in your house in your hoose as you might yeah, say yeah. and you actually just show your life i'm the opposite like I'm literally like pink curtain because my room is just it's embarrassing. It's like there's a fridge. I'm describing it anyway. There's a fridge. There's a microwave right. in here. There's like a studio in one area. There's a bed. There's like a clothes rail. You know, this is there's no aesthetic. This doesn't. It just would look weird if I was to use any of these backgrounds. Any like sketches. Actually, I haven't done any sketches, but in any video. Yeah, I so get you. I get you. I'm quite and I'm quite private about that stuff but then maybe i wouldn't be as private if i had a nice house <laughs> maybe i'm like if you had an aesthetic maybe i don't know maybe I'm like... but then i never film stuff in my bedroom really yeah the odd thing like i did yeah a couple of things but like not where you would see the layout or anything mm -hmm. whereas the living room if anyone came into my living room and had seen my videos they would under they would recognize it that's quite cool they've seen all corners of it really 
never again in the kitchen fuck's sake <laughs> that's fuzz yeah do you think you will actually not do it in the kitchen now i would shut the door i can't yeah. be bothered with that yeah i want to argue with people I w- like i want to comment back and be like get a grip but mm-hmm. no i decided not to <laughs> have you ever bitten the hat is that wait <laughs> wait what is the bitten what? the hand that feeds me no that's not it what's the saying when it's Shut like my own doorstep no <laughs> like when like somebody tweets you some stuff is it called biting if you reply i suppose bite back yeah have you ever Um, done that once or twice yeah but not much generally i don't it's not worth it yeah Uh, but a couple of times yeah i'm always amazed on twitter how people have conversations in your comments about you as if you're not there and you're like, I'm seeing every single time you reply, it's coming right. up as a notification. I'm always on my phone, so I'm literally seeing it right now. You press within seconds. So like, <laughs> it's like people having a conversation about your performance, but they're in your dressing room with you. Right, you that, Rab, that was shite. Interesting. I'm here. Yes, yes, yes. Now this is something that I think we should go into in more detail. Is a uh, the dressing room. the dressing room, but when you're actually doing stuff online, this idea of people give feedback within yeah, yeah, minutes yeah. of you finishing a piece of art you know but if you're in the theater they wouldn't be waiting outside in the cold for you but yet they feel the need to give you instant feedback online i well, find it also, distressing they're also <laughs> faceless or they're kind of they're anonymous mm. so they feel they can these are the same people that would not come up to you in the street and say that was awful mm. most people wouldn't do that but online they can and everyone's a critic now and everyone's got an opinion on everything. But you know what? The old sayings are the best. It's like, if you don't have anything nice to say, fuck off. <laughs> I don't think that was the exact wording of it, but yeah, swipe on. <laughs> swipe on! Swipe on, mate. Swipe yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. But it's fine. Do you know what? When people say bad stuff, it's a reflection on them. That's where they're at with their own trauma <laughs> and their own pain body. <sighs> it's fine. It's not about me. A piece of advice we'll be hearing in Janice's advi- uh, advice podcast yeah, yeah. That's, very soon. That's Imagine up, yeah. I pronounced advice properly. Imagine in that advice. bit I said, <laughs> I just said a piece of advice. Oh, you said advice. <laughs> it's not even a thing. Advice you'll be getting. Um, one more thing I just want to ask you, because I feel like you've talked a little bit about your process, your looks, your dishes. Very, well, you talked about your dishes. Oh, dishes. Yeah. Oh, literally, I thought you were... I thought there was some, like, young person phrase <laughs> that I didn't understand. He's got some dishes. Like, he? <laughs> That's not how I sound. The accent no, that. that you gave me was Martin Compson's Cockney accent in Line of Duty. That's the accent that you just gave me. I resent that. Me. I can do a better Cockney well, accent Well, come on, do it. Compson. You actually remind me of him quite a lot. Has anyone ever I, said a that? A lot of people say that, yeah. Is that a compliment? You remind me of him quite a lot. <laughs> Your accent, your dishes. I do. Your <laughs> accent for me is like just any performance poet. Clothes, clubber, guns, stuff. Clothes, clubber, I can't get enough, no. Um, so, now, there was a very uh, important moment. You were in the middle of a question. Yeah, I know. I'm going back to it. It's very important and it's very... um actually philosophical and very much on topic as well because sometimes those podcasts i go off topic but it's okay we'll go on topic right you have had a shaved head then you grew your hair 
Now, for anyone that can't see, Brian has got quite a, what you, the youth of today might describe as a sick fade. Now, that means it's shaved at the sides and then it sort of gradually gets longer up to the top. The way I'm describing it doesn't do it justice. Very trendy haircut. Um, you. Do you feel like people find your videos less funny the cooler that you look? Well, that's a great question. Thank you I very much. Not. Thank you. I hope not. <laughs> I, I hope, no, because I think what's happened over time is like, I've always just been however I am. Mm. And the setup is that, that it's not that important how I look. So right. So if you'd started off with that, though, if you'd st- I, do, I go really English when I'm talking about the serious right. thing. If you started with this sort of fade, <laughs> I feel like you wouldn't Perhaps have been successful. It would be different. You wouldn't have all those followers, you know. But because you were quite bald, I think at the start, you know, I was. Yeah, I shaved my head down to the bone in during lockdown, and it was about that time I started doing videos. Bald is funny. So I think, actually, let's just, like, get into this. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going, but... Let's both shave our heads. I mean, I did actually shave my head also. I don't know if you knew that. (laughs) Well, I know because it's shorter than when I (laughs) saw you in life. (laughs) In life. I shaved it as well, but I don't think that made me more funny. I think it actually made me look more edgy because I was, like, wearing a lot of Fred Perry tattoos. Basically, I'm just an edgy person. So for me, the shaved head was, like, edgy. But for you, it was, was, like, funny. Yeah. Uh, And actually, they weren't connected, you know. It was, like, I did the shaved head because I knew I wasn't going to be able to get a proper haircut for a while. So I was, like, low maintenance. I'll just do that. You did it a couple of times, though. I do sound like a stalker, but you did do it a couple of times. What made you go back for more? <laughs> of this because shape? I like it. Yeah, I like I like the not having to do anything with it. Right. And also, like, I hate. I really like hats, but I don't like wearing hats when I've got any kind of hair that can be affected by them. Because then I take the hat off, and then I'm thinking, "Is the hair right?" Yes, 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 yes. And I don't want to keep the hat on all day. Like, that's too much. Yep. So I liked having a shaved head because I could have the hat on or the hood up or whatever, mm-hmm. only, or not. Only child chat <laughs> when, you're like, chat. when you're like i'm so thinking so about the picky. hood the hat the hair it's just everything's screwed up oh my god you know it's like that yeah. kind of neurosis that you get if you yeah, have life is really difficult had, for me had no friends <laughs> <laughs> fuck off that's that's such a leap <laughs> well i don't I had know friends. they just didn't want to come around because <laughs> they were made to be in productions <laughs> chaotic energy um now you've grown your hair you've got a beard is that because you're like yo getting back into the acting jobs that looks quite like do you know it feel like it's very like scottish drama not drama as it's in like drama that. class like drama as in like tv like is it because scottish telly it's yeah. quite like no. malleable but relatable it could be the look of many yeah. characters i get that but it's that's not it um I was growing it all out, just cut it. <laughs> it's a weird compulsion I've got to yawn. I was growing it all out because I, I thought that I wanted to see how much I could grow it, just mm. to see what it'd be like. And then eventually when the barbers mm-hmm. opened, I was like, oh, it'd be so nice. So I just I just got a haircut just because it feels nice to have a nice fresh haircut. That's it. So mm-hmm. So none of it has been based on acting. And part of that is because over the last number of years, like, all my haircuts have been dictated by acting jobs. 
Wow. So not having anyone telling me how my hair has to be. That's why I've had like, I've shaved it, I've grown it and now I've got cut again. I'm just messing about because I can because soon enough I'll go back and someone will be telling me no, we need you to grow it or we need you to, we're going to cut it or whatever interesting it's like almost the same as a it's like a teenage rebellion or it's like a pop star when they've had a manager or a momager that was me trying to yeah, say the word exactly. momager but it sounds weird in my accent they go through Mom. that phase of really experimenting with their appearance you've it's the brian version of that we've been witnessing but it's amazing it's that brian bitch it's brian bitch but in your um i didn't even know that you like knew britney spears i love that um <laughs> what do you think i live under a rock i didn't know you'd know i've britain it's brit i britney bitch i got it wrong i got it wrong i just i'm said, britney I'm... you bitch <laughs> not the said, time to get that I, right. I said i'm britney bitch <laughs> <laughs> so so specific to get it right <laughs> Yeah, I know who Brittany is. Uh, but it's like you're going through that phase. Um, I have that with like tattoos. Like I really want a neck tattoo. But in my head, I'm like, what if I'm supposed to play a character in a sketch that I've not been cast in? But you know, <laughs> you never know. I, there's a way that you can get a neck tattoo without it affecting that. Um, but please tell me. But I'm not, I don't want you to steal it. I'm going to tell you anyway, because it's a, it's my idea. Is it a joke? See, though? like, yeah. See, like if... <laughs> If you drew a person with a pencil and then what their neck would be, <laughs> two lines down like that, right? Two vertical lines, basically, side by side. Just get that tattooed somewhere inconspicuous. And it's a neck like tattoo. Like on your hip. And you'd be like, I've got a neck. Why have I got two lines? It's a neck <laughs> tattoo. That's a belter. That's the least you've laughed this whole time. <laughs> you've laughed at your own talking about Brittany more than you laughed at my joke. That's brutal. You told me that joke before. That's why. Did I? Yeah. You've told me oh. it before. That's why. And I just couldn't, I couldn't force a laugh. You couldn't bear to. <laughs> when did I tell you? I don't know. You just told me it before. Hmm. Which makes me realise that I must have talked about having a neck tattoo before, which makes me feel like I'm just one of those people that... You know when you're like, oh, you have like a thing that you always talk about and it's like, shut yeah. the fuck up. She goes again. I'm realising that's <laughs> my one. It's a neck tattoo. And basically oh, I'm a well. broken record. Um, you might have to just get a neck tattoo. Maybe it'll shut you up. Yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, I'm trying to think about anything to ask you about. Clones, Will, I'm holding a pen. I can't kind of describe what I'm doing. I'm holding a pen. I'm looking very authoritative and like sort of like a sort of lecturer. Like I'm lecturing on like stage yeah. clothes. Like I look like this. I feel is like a- I should put my glasses at the end of my nose at this point. It's all getting a bit serious. This is like a TED talk vibe. Yeah. Um, will you ever... Shut up. Be... It- <laughs> will you ever stop? Please. Will you ever um, introduce costumes into your sketches or do you feel like people will just be like as we've discussed previously and mm. as has been mentioned a few times people are just kind of accepting and have now bought into the idea of you not having a costume would you ever just for a laugh i don't not for janice or frank definitely mm-hmm. because i just as soon as i do it i think like if it's Frank, then I'm doing still game. Right. You know, I'm dressing up as an old man. If it's Janice, I'm doing Mrs. Brown's boys. And I'm not interested in... That's just not what it is at all. What is it? What We're the not... fuck is it then? <laughs> what actually is it? You keep saying what it's not. It's <laughs> what like... the fuck are you doing with your life? What is it? What is it? It's a wee bit like the, the, the trans conversation about passing. 
I know that it's not, it's not the same at all, but it's a comparison I can draw, which is like there's been an importance placed on people uh, passing as a certain thing to other people to become acceptable to people. So like, oh, this is a trans woman. It doesn't even look like a woman. It doesn't matter what you think it looks like, it, the person looks like. That's their choice, right? So like, we are all amazed. We go, it's funny, you, you forget that the Brendan O'Carroll is a man and he plays Mrs. Brown because of that costume and the way he talks. Yeah, so what? And, you know, we forget that the guys in Still Game are not 70 or whatever. I don't know. I, just don't, I don't see how important that is. I think the important thing is, like, if we can get sucked into that character regardless of that stuff, because of the way they talk and what they actually say, then we can connect with the heart of the character and not, you know, it goes beyond that. What you're saying is, I am this person because I say so, the end. And that's amazing. Right. Which is actually mm-hmm. quite pertinent in today's world, isn't it? It's... Yeah. Yeah, and it, that's how things should be in life. We say, this is who I am. And we go, okay, we accept that. All right, then. We get Talk it. You. you don't yeah. need to, like, prove anything. You don't have to, like, yeah, wear anything. But there are contexts where that's different. So in in film and in plays and things, when the, when the concept is realism, you mm-hmm. know, or naturalism, mm-hmm. then that's fine. What we want is the whole thing to look like uh, the thing it's supposed to be. That's the idea. That's the concept. But... If there was a, a character called Frank and he was 65 and he was in a play, then they would hire a 65-year-old man and that's fine. And they would have someone who would look, it would make sense that he was wearing an old cardi and slippers. But like, in this case, there's no pretense that I'm being the other person except that I'm just, just inhabiting them for a second so that people can kind of think about what they say and go, oh, okay, that's funny or that's relatable or whatever. It's very cool. I like the way that you've described that and yeah just being like yeah not having to to justify or prove anything just saying this is it it's motherfuckers easy to say, isn't it? it's easy to say <laughs> but like when it comes to it when people are commenting and stuff it's hard because you want to you want to bite back and you feel small and all that but yeah right now I feel confident in it that's cool we'll see see what happens next great that is a good way to finish it as well. We'll see what happens next. Very mysterious. People will be like, well, we're definitely going to follow Brido and see what's going to happen next. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I was going to say the vibe show. That's my stream. <laughs> what the fuck? Never and been invited fuck. on that show. It's there's, way too popular for there's me. There's not an interview bit, but if there yeah, was. Yeah, well, if, if you want to be on the show, you would have made it happen. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brian O'Hengwe, aka Brian O'Sullivan, for coming on Funny Looks and talking about your process, your life, your characters. And yeah, I can't think of another one, but just imagine there was something that was really hard hitting and <laughs> just really summarized the whole conversation. But yeah, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Clothes, clover, gum, stuff. Clothes, clover, I can't get enough, no. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah. It's a podcast talking to performers about the clothes they wear. It's a podcast talking to performers about the clothes they wear. It's funny looks, yeah. It's funny looks, yeah.
Yeah.